Welcome to the Adam and Andrew Show. I am Andrew. And I am your lovely, wonderful host, Adam. There we go. All yes. right. We have... Okay, there's just so much in the news written in video game related. But we're actually going to put a little of that on the back burner. We're going to talk about a baseball book. Baseball... <laughs> Anyways, uh, oh, she she just threw me off. <laughs> Sorry, we the podcast came out a little late. We just had a little uh, mismatch with our schedules, but um, we are gonna. Well, how have you been lately, Adam? It's been a while since we've seen each other. Actually, yes, yeah. yes. I thought he didn't like me. I thought we broke up. <laughs> so uh, just busy, man. Just busy. You know, mm-hmm. still had some time to play a few games and yeah. stuff, but. Uh, but overall, just busy with work and life. Yeah, that's good stuff. You've yeah. been playing or watching anything? Um, I've yeah. been watching Pokemon. Yeah, so my son loves Pokemon, so I've been watching a lot of that. Um, and then, as far as games played, uh, just that's usual. I played a little bit more of Mega Man this week. Yeah, it's been a minute since I picked that up. Um, Mega Man X, right? Mega Man X, yeah, yeah. Mega Man X. Um, yeah, man. Did if you guys? I know this is mainly like for Switch and stuff, but um, hopefully you guys had a chance to look at the deals that that PS4 had, or I'm sure Xbox did as well. Like for the end of the summer, because I mean they had fantastic games like P- Spider-Man PS4 on sale for 15 bucks. Yeah, that's like, incredible. Yeah, I would sweep that up. Uh, I've been tempted to just get a PS4 just for that game. Just for that game. Yeah. yeah. Because, well, and I, well, on top of the sale conversation, I think they're doing another sale for the Gamescom thing going on in Europe. Um, or at least there's been, like, new sales coming. Like, I know Ubisoft just came out with their sale today, so I think the, the publishers, the big three, will probably do a sale at the end of the week or something, so... Yeah, keep your keep your eyes out. For yeah, that. yeah. Keep your pocket book, pocket books open. That's right. Get some water in case they burn. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've uh, I've had a, a good gaming week. I don't think I've watched anything. I've been wanting to watch some things, but I just for some reason haven't. But I did the Smash tournament on Saturday. I did really well. Took third place. Uh, I I could have made the top thirty-two in my region to go uh-huh. to the playoff bracket. But I had to go to work, and I even talked to my boss, and he said I could come in later, but it was overtime also, so I was thinking I would have to sacrifice like quite a bit, you know? But, so, okay, let me tell you. So I thought, like, the tournament was you go eight games and you're done, but no, like, it, you have to play at least eight games. So I played ten games, and I went eight, eight and two. So, pretty good. Yeah. I won my first seven. Like, I was on a roll, just, like, smacking people. All and so then you went one. So I was in the top 32, like, until, like, I went to work, and I saw, I updated. I was in the top 32 until I got to work. Wow. Because then, at, it was, it was your, how many games you won, minus how many you lost. So, like, someone who won 13 games and lost 10 games, no, sorry, and lost three games, would be higher than me, because they won or if they played... Plus 10. Well, I only won plus 8. Or if they won 50 and lost 35 of those. Or, or right, right, exactly. lost 35, yeah. they'd still be if you're, Yeah, if you have a... Pod- that's, kind of, that's kind of weak. Yeah. Because that's, so, what, that's what Madden does with their ranking system. Yeah, I, I didn't like... Well, 
and so I, I, I really think I could have made top 32. But then I was thinking, like, you know, I, I'm probably going to get knocked out. Like, if, if I was confident I was going to make, like, top... So what they were going to do was they were going to combine all the regions and do top four, go to Japan. If I really believed I had a chance, I probably would have. Because I think that would have, like, been more of a investment in a sense. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So I felt pretty good, though. Because that was, like, my best tournament performance in a long time. Like, so... Anyways... Great Smash Yeah, King. here's your boy, An- Andrew, the the Smash King collect. That's right. Could be any of our viewers. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then I went straight to Fire Emblem after that, and I've been playing that. I'm one month before the time skip now. Really? And let me tell you, month 11, like I was, I got home from work last night. I had to finish month 11 because this crap was happening. So I stayed up pretty late last night, and... Man, there's some good twists that happen. Finally, and it's it's good. But it's taken up so much time, Adam. And about the games we're about to talk about, I think I would not enjoy some of them because of Fire Emblem. <laughs> so is, is that good? Yeah, I'm over 40 hours. I'm Jeez. probably like right at the 40-hour mark, maybe 41. And I'm almost halfway. So, yeah. But I've been really speeding through the last six months compared to the first six. Because now like I know like my rhythm and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's uh, let's go on to a sticky situation. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes. So unless you've been living under a rock the last 16 hours. So it really hasn't been that recent. Yeah. If you went to sleep early, you missed it. Yeah. But give, give me, give us your, your 60 second synopsis of what's going on. Um, Spider-Man is no longer part of the MCU. That's right. He is. But I will say, and I, I think, so this is where our debate's going to get interesting. Not debate, but just viewpoints are going to get interesting. I think there's nothing to worry about. Really? I do think this is a great story. Um, and I want to reference our, our past conversations, but yeah. Well, I do remember that the Sony was looking at trying to get the soul rights back for Spider-Man and, and nixing the deal with Homecoming as well. Not Homecoming, but Far From Home. Right. With the billion dollar mark. Oh, gotcha. Do you remember that? A bit. So what it was was, if Spider-Man generates a billion dollars, MCU gets to retain him. If they don't, then, uh, like in theaters, then that means that uh, Spider-Man goes back to Sony. So they were already, they already had something in place. Right to to try to bring, but him does back. that even seem like relevant? Because they they got over a billion in theaters, right? But yeah, it they made over a billion. It doesn't seem to have nixed it or whatever. No, they just. Uh, I'm assuming that Sony just probably wanted them back because they have characters that they want to develop. Yeah, and the, the the core piece to that whole universe is Spider-Man. Yeah, and I think that they're just making they're, they want to make it a little difficult so that you know like. So, okay, I think Disney is in the wrong here. Really? Yeah. I think Disney is in the wrong. And I think people, including myself, so we, we, think, we think Disney can do no wrong sometimes. We, we look at the Mickey Mouse character. That's what we think of Disney. And I have to remind myself a lot, because I do forget, that Disney is an empire. Mm-hmm. They are... They want the money, and they will do whatever it takes to get more of that. 
Um, and I feel like we kind of look at Sony as more of that bad guy. But I think in this case it is Disney. Because the reason why this whole Spider-Man... They had to do new negotiations no matter what. This wasn't yeah, yeah, this was it. Yeah, yeah like at, at this time it had to happen. The billion dollars would have just eliminated the negotiation. Yeah. So the this is just... The negotiations are not finished yet. That's why I think there's nothing to worry about. I think they will come to something. Because what Disney did was they had... Uh, the merchandising profits, but Sony had like other profits and stuff. So Disney came and said, "Hey, we want fifty-fifty of the deal." And I forgot how much it was. I think it was. I, I don't think the exact numbers were shared, but I think reporters estimated it was like something like seventy thirty or maybe a little less. But so at first you think, "Oh wow, like that's that is a big difference." And now, and because of it is because of Disney that. Far From Home did so well, because Far From Home is going to be the most grossing, highest grossing movie of any so- Sony movie ever. Mm-hmm. But it's but when we talked last time, we were kind of talking about Sony pulling out because of them getting greedy. But this is Disney saying, hey, we won't accept the negotiation unless you will get... Well, Sony rejected the the offer. Yeah, of course. But Disney came back saying, hey, we want more money. When I thought... It would be Sony that would come to Disney and say, hey, we want more money. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, but at the same time, I'll just tell you of, a, of uh-huh. an employer I had before. We charged a significant amount of money mm-hmm. okay, um, for a service that we provided. And you're, you're thinking, it was a marketing service, so you're thinking, well, what's significant? 35% yeah. of all revenue. Not just of what we generated, but of everything. Yeah. And the reason why is because we propelled them to new heights. Right. We propelled them to um, to places they didn't think they could get with marketing or just revenue wise. So it was so i'm on disney's side mm-hmm. with asking for asking for, for for more money because sony could not have come close to this they've failed mm-hmm. look at their last 3 spider-mans before coming in and you go last 4 spider-mans with venom right which one is great i disagree there because even though you may not think they are great they made money they made money, but at the Venom's same time, almost they a billion dollars. But they didn't make Venom almost a bill. What? But 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 you could any. Yeah. It's okay. You could have the worst character. Like you didn't have to have Tom Hardy. Uh-huh. You didn't have to have like big visual yeah. effects. You could have just shot a teaser and just like showed the name Venom, showed no footage, and just said, "Come see the movie," and you would make a billion dollars. I think it I, because I, I Sony did why it made almost a billion Venom dollars, made so. the B- Venom made billion dollars. Sony did not. I don't know. I think so. It, I they I, could have made that movie. I, I I even though I wasn't like the biggest fan of the movie, I see why people liked it and why people flocked to the theaters. They flocked to the theaters to see Venom because he looked amazing and because mm-hmm. like but yeah. and, and as much as we trash on other Spider Man movies like. People, so Spider-Man 3, for example, the first Venom, people think that that movie was bad, and I, I do think it was bad, but they, they think that's the reason we didn't get a Spider-Man 4. 
there were poli- there were so many political reasons why we didn't get Spider-Man Four. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Three was like breaking records in the box office for certain categories. And sure, such. but but because of how bad it was, like review, that's not why they nixed it. Though. No, no, no. But because of that, it didn't help. Or right, I didn't help. Well, no, it's it was the reviews were not bad for that movie. If you look at the Sam Raimi movies, all of them are considered like fresh and rotten tomatoes. They're well, that's right. But I'm just saying, like those are the. I'm not saying Rotten Tomatoes, but I'm just saying, like at the time, people were reviewing that movie good. I think we're looking back, people look on those movies worse now, and I think we see that with Spider-Man One and Two. Also, people like to trash on those movies when, when you watch them, you're like, oh, I, I kind of forgot. Like it's it's just kind of a cool crowd to hate on all three of those movies in a sense. No, no, no. I've like I told you, I went back and watched those movies. Right. And Spider-Man 3, like, I went in thinking, okay, these movies aren't going to be terrible, right? Because right? there's movies that I've I'm watched talking, with them. Yeah. So hold on. There's movies that i watched with the MCU mm-hmm. that I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a bad thought of that one. Like, it, you know, like, yeah. and just, and whatever. So I didn't have my mind made up or anything. I'm like, convince me. Yeah. Convince me one way or the other. And every, I watched the first mm-hmm. Spider-Man, I was like, fantastic. Second Spider-Man, amazing. Yeah. And then I get to number three, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What happened? And then, it was bad. It was awful. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I remember going to the Spider, Amazing Spider-Man 1 in theaters, and being so excited for it. And then I watch it, and I'm like, Wow, it isn't that great. Mm-hmm. It isn't that great. It wasn't as great as the first time I even watched right. it. Um, and it's been a long time since I've seen it. And then the second one was even worse mm-hmm. than what I thought it was. Right. <laughs> so what I'm saying is those are bad movies. Sony's responsible for those bad movies. I haven't watched Venom, but you know Venom's not great. And so, It doesn't... It doesn't those, I, I love reviews and stuff, but those really don't matter. I'm sure they don't. What I'm telling like, you, what let me I'm, tell you the biggest example: Trans freaking formers. How those movies get the worst reviews, the worst. And how many are they pumping out? And there's only one reason why, and that's because they make money. And as much as we may hate those, dislike those other movies, they still made money. Well, a lot of it's they sell toys. The toys make the right. most money. But that's what that's what I'm saying. Is there? I don't think their decision making is. I think they got a great deal with Disney, and that's why they went into the MCU in the first place. Um, well, I don't think it's. I don't think that there's a bad, um, like we've all been we've all been trapped or mm-hmm. felt trapped or or we've all taken an initial deal like oh introductory offer and then yeah you know then they and then the price goes up. We have all done that. Internet. If you've ever right. bought internet, you you've experienced it, or phone plans or whatever. Yeah. So you go into the introductory offer, which is the initial offer that Sony had. Now Marvel or Disney moves up the price. Yeah. And Sony's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I, I do think Sony has done more hits than misses, though. With what? Just with the Spider-Man. Not, not with the Spider-Man character. Yeah. M- more hits. Like, m- more positive than negative. Because we, we also got the Spider-Verse... Animated's one thing. Right, but now we're getting live-action Spider-Verse from them. We're getting Morbius. Like, they have this whole universe, and they're being kind of tied down by Disney. They they can't just put Spider-Man whatever they want. They, like, 
you have to think about it. their contract. Sony's accepted some limitations accepting this, and another plus, Sony casted Tom Holland. Disney wanted someone else. I can't remember the guy's name, but I think it it would not have been. Oh man, who was it? Who let me let me Google it really quick. But if we let Disney choose the casting for Spider Man, I don't think it would have been as critical of a success as it as really it yeah. Ended up right now, but anyways, I do think it's okay for Disney to get more money, and I think, I think they, I don't think it's bad that Disney made that offer because you know classic negotiation one on one. You always uh, ask high, except right. But I think the reason that it's a big deal is it was leaked, and I don't know if Sony like planned that or something. I wonder if Sony did plan that because then that puts. Because that's what DirecTV or Dish, whenever they lose local channels or lose, they're like in negotiations with certain channels like AMC or whatever. The AMC will pump like like little banners during commercials mm-hmm. and stuff or ads um, and say, if you're watching this with DirecTV, they do not want you to have AMC. They're like, and they just, they make DirecTV seem like the bad guy. During negotiations, oh. and so that means that all these people are now writing or calling in, and it does tell them call in Directv um, and oh, let, and tell them like that you need AMC, and so it just I'm sure it just floods their phone lines, and it just causes so much heck, like it's just so hectic for Directv and Dish. I'm just sure it just floods them and. And it creates so much pressure. And same thing with with uh, Disney. I'm sure that that Sony probably leaked it because it puts it, it's more of a it puts more pressure on Disney to get the deal done than it does on Sony. Right. And I don't think Disney is used to this either. This is another reason I'm happy Sony. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm kind of glad Sony did this because everyone is I'm trying to think of an appropriate term. I was thinking of bullied? a bad one. Not bullied, but I, well, I keep thinking of this inappropriate phrase to explain it. But uh, let let me think. Uh, everyone just ponies up to whatever Disney says of them, and this is probably the first. Well, yeah, but that's major competitor that is standing up to Disney, and not even standing up, just saying that's too high. When other people are just like. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever you want, Disney. Just to hit, be a part of you. Yeah. Disney. Hit your wagon, man. Like, like uh, I watch Shark Tank, and they always say, "Do you want ten percent of a watermelon or hundred percent of a grape?" Mm-hmm. And that's what it. That's what it comes down to. Gotcha. Like, I mean, they're gonna. Spider Man will always make more money. In the MCU, as a member of the MCU, than he ever than he would on his own in his own universe. Right, but we you just gotta know if is Sony could so, so okay. I know so like the the movie probably wouldn't make more on its own without Disney. Mm-hmm. But does that mean is Sony making more? Because like just because the movie makes more, they could lose some. They could lose, some, yeah. But at the same time, it, it like even if you don't make as much. Even if they don't make as much um, from Spider-Man, it's not about uh, to me. In it's not about making all the money. 
Right. Because I think that the better that Spider-Man does in this universe, the better the Spider-Verse or the Venom-Verse will do in the Sony realm. Yeah. uh, I I just think Disney has more to lose out of this deal. And I think so too because you saw in Far From Home they they're use and, and they're that, building him up to be the next Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. The next captain or leader. Kevin Feige is emotionally like, invested in this character. Yes. Like he's talked about He it. loves Spider Man. Yeah. Um But Sony, like, they're not like if they lose out on this, they have other things they can do. Um, which will still make them money. Uh so I think just Sony knows that Disney would actually, like, they wouldn't lose money. Okay, they would just lose on opportunity money, money they could have got. So, because, like, I, I think they want to cross over, which it's kind of cool, like, I, like from our past discussions, they want to cross Spider-Man over with Venom. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised with Morbius and their other, like, they're doing, like, their own. I, I wouldn't even doubt if that is, so if if Sony... But they I, can invest that time into that, is all I'm saying. I think, yeah, and I think Sony would probably be more apt to doing, like, losing more money on Spider-Man in the MCU if they were allowed to take him over to Sony whenever they felt needed. Gotcha. But couldn't make standalone movies. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, this Aza Butterfield... This guy was gonna. This is this is who Disney wanted. Oh, but I'm trying to let me see where he's from. Let's see, he's from Son of Rainbow. I don't. Ram, oh, Son of Rambo. Uh, Slaughterhouse Rules. Oh, he's in Ender's Game. Anyways, I. I guess I don't know the guy too much, but I feel like it just. Maybe wouldn't be as. Expensive. You only say that because Tom Holland worked out, right? But yeah, maybe it's tough to get a good casting. But anyways, I do think I think they will eventually come up with a, a negotiation deal. Mm-hmm. I just think it, it is kind of a freak out moment because right now, like, if nothing happens, like he is out of the MCU, and that is scary. Yeah. Um. I'm just shocked that. Disney has more to lose, and yeah, that that's just my overall thoughts. And Sony, yeah, and Sony's going to be okay no matter what. That's just so weird for me to say, but they will be because they have that character, right? And, and they that, they and already that, have all these plans for all these other universes, and those restrictions they have with Tom Holland will go away. Like they can release more Spider-Man movies. Like we're probably going to get Spider-Man fatigue, like a Spider-Man movie every year. But well, with with you MCU, saw that Disney tried doing that with Star Wars and they they pumped the brakes. <laughs> well, yeah, but Spider Man's in a good place right now where it would make sense mm-hmm. because they would do Tom Holland Spider Verse because right now they have two two confirmed movies with Tom Holland and the director. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, whether this deal happens or four not, they have, total four. Yeah, movies. total four. Mm-hmm. But this also makes a lot of sense why we didn't see Spider Man. In the the timeline. Yes. Yep. I was thinking the same thing. But it, if the, if Sony goes with that, they have to wait longer to put out a Spider-Man movie. While if they don't go with Disney, we'll see a Spider-Man movie sooner. Yep. Interesting stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you listen to the interview, I think 
Kevin Feige said like eleven projects or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like he goes, well, we just announced eleven projects, but they only announced nine. I think is what it was. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're like, oh, there's two more. Maybe it was ten, and there's like one missing. And a lot of people think it's because of Spider Man. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. And I and if I don't think that let's say they make a deal, I don't think they could fit into Phase Four because they have to. Uh, you know, it just takes a long time to start development on a movie with political negotiations and such. Yeah. And that will go slower with two corporations involved rather than one. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what was I going to say? I don't remember. But nonetheless, I do feel that uh, that Tom Holland will probably end up, if he, if the... I think that if Sony produces the third Spider-Man and if go and it falls flat, I think that they lose all their leverage with Disney at that point. Because then Disney will want to come back to the table. Oh, okay. And, yeah, I mean, I and and I just think that it hurts them more. It's ri- it's far riskier. So you say like like Sony has nothing to lose and all that stuff, or I, I just feel that that they're they're taking a big gamble on themselves. Well, even if the third one flops, I, I think the money's still going to be raised. The too. money will still yeah. be there, but and that's I, what Sony but, cares about. I think Disney only cares about money. The person who doesn't only care about money is Kevin Feige, and I, I think that emotional weakness kind of. Anyways, finish what you were saying. I was just saying that I know that every like if if it gets a lot of money, generates a sequel, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we already have th- three and four confirmed. So, if, but if three is awful and this and this, people will call for their heads. Like I don't think the fans' reactions will be great at all. I don't think I think I think it'll be them just attacking Sony and and then. Essentially, petition yeah. them to try to put it, put him back in the MCU, and then uh, you'll find, you'll get situations where people like where number four doesn't make his enough uh, make enough money because of yeah because of three, and so I just I don't know I don't think it's worth the risk. I, yeah, them. I think that's a very small chance that would happen. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Because like, let's say three's bad, I still think it will make more money than Far From Home. And there may be that outcry. Let's say, let's say two hundred thousand fans are like bugging them and making petitions. That's a really small number mm-hmm. compared to the general audience. Like going back to Spider Man three, like Spider Man four was going to happen, but you know Sam Raimi with his other projects and stuff, it didn't work out. But I think the third movie is going to do just fine, money wise, not saying review wise. And they got a good director, but Sam Raimi was good too, and then he screwed the third one. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think they'll be fine. But yeah, I don't know. Because yeah, we'll the only see. reason they've stopped their Spider-Man making money is weird m- filmmaking political stuff. So yeah, so yeah, cool. It is what it is. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see. Exciting nonetheless. Yes. Do, you, do you think? Okay, people don't mind, but do you think? 
he's out of the MCU for good, or do you think he's... No, I think they're going to figure it out. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I, I think that because of what you said with Kevin Feige being emotionally invested, mm-hmm. and Disney knows they will make more money by having him in. Right. Because they can have him in Avengers and all this yeah. stuff. Like, their movies are better off for it. Yeah. So I think ultimately, they they just they work something out. Cool. And I really do hope they do. Like, if they don't, then I would be upset. But, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, let's get into gaming now. So, we've had a lot happen. Um, we're probably going to talk more about Gamescom next week just because of all the crap that's happening. Yeah. It probably would have been okay if we did our podcast Monday because a lot of stuff wasn't happening. But <laughs> we're just going to talk about the games we want to talk about because... Honestly, there is so much stuff coming out this year. They announced that N64 games are coming to the Switch. Don't break people's hearts. Oh. But let's actually talk about that first. So <laughs> We're going to try to go oldest news to newest news. But if, you're one, if you want to know about the Gamescom games, look it up. It's like the E3 of Europe. No matter what system you're on, there's a lot of announcements going on. Uh, but yeah. There is an FCC trademark for SNES controllers. That's official. We can see the drawing. SNES. SNES. Yeah. So, so they're wireless SNES controllers. Uh, My initial impression is these are going to be the SNES controllers that they sell for the Switch. So, like, you could buy the NES wireless. You can't anymore, but you have... They're only limited time. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, so I'm guessing... You can find them somewhere. Yeah. If you want. So SNES uh, controllers are going to be that same exclusive, which I think means they're coming to the Switch. Do you think the same, or... I think did, the Didn't same. you say something else, too? Like, they could be something for, for something else, or... Did you say that? No, I, I just think that... I mean, you never know, man. They could just be a tease sometimes. That's but, true. Yeah. Yeah. It is... when Whenever they do these FCC things, though... They are usually pretty legit. And like we've said, we've only talked about the legit stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like, we know that the controllers are coming. We yes. don't know when, if, that's if with the, games. the games are coming along, too. But there's no point to, why would you release that controller if you're not? Yeah. The only reason I could think is for, like, the SNES Mini, the classic Mini. Mm-hmm. If they said, here are some mini, some wireless controllers for that. But I I think that's that's like a less than 1% chance. I'm just thinking of the dumbest yeah, reason well, they if do you it. Could, yeah, well, thinking. yeah, because, I mean, this, the SNES Mini made a lot of money, but mm-hmm. I don't think it made nearly as much as the NES did. The yeah, I actually don't know. That's a good question. So, um, but I don't think, they, it, no matter what, it didn't make enough money to... Generate like say hey, you guys have your controllers. Let's all do this wireless now. Yeah. So I I'm agreeing with you that it's going to be for the Switch. Yeah. That that audience is like the retro audience. They're not the give me every little piece of tech audience. Yeah. Um, but your question that you asked me before the podcast was when do you think they are coming out on the Switch? Um, and I do think the reason I do think they're coming out on the Switch. Nintendo has not marketed this anymore, but before online came out on the Switch. They said, we're playing NES and SNES. And then when it came out, they stopped saying NES and everything. They, they just stopped. <laughs> and then there was that data mine of SNES games and files. Yep. I have 
two different thoughts. I have thoughts of when I want them to come out and when I think they'll come out. And I'm actually not really sure for either. I personally feel that it will come out middle of January to beginning of February. That's when you think they'll come mm-hmm. out. When do you want them to come out? Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> I guess that wouldn't hurt. I... The reason why I think that is because we've talked about this this time, this fall period, uh-huh. uh, this season is going to be so packed full of games. Yeah. That I don't want. I don't think they want to hurt them, themselves by releasing a free. Like a free platform, essentially. Gotcha. Um, the, you have Christmas coming up, and like you just you don't want to hurt those sales, right? Because if someone's like, "Oh, SNES is coming out. What do you want for Christmas?" Uh, this is fine. I want this now. Like I, I think they want to, I think they want to capture the revenue from their games because right. at at the beginning of the year, there's really not much coming out. Yeah. And so I think that would be a perfect time for That's them. That's when I want them. them to come out. I can't believe I'm saying that. I, I wanted them earlier this year, but with this fall, it's just so crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're considering that too much, because if they considered that, then fall wouldn't be so crazy. Like It's okay for fall to be crazy, but we literally have... Okay, like, let me just... In a 30-day span, a 30-day span, we have Astral Chain, Damon X Machina... Link's Awakening, Dragon Quest Eleven S. What like? I don't get it. Like I, I'm not like a professional product release guy, but I would feel that like if I spread those four games out, like Damon X Machina, people are already like questioning. That game is screwed. Like yeah. you can't fit that in. Yeah, with those ones. I feel like if they put that in like February or whatever, it would do just well. I'd be like, do fine. maybe I should try. Yeah, because. I'm waiting for something. But anyways, that's a different topic. Um, but yeah, that's why I want SNES to come out January. But then after that, I mean, even in even in November, it still doesn't get any help. No. You know, because like if people go, well, let's just wait, you know, on that. But then you have uh, Pokemon, and then what's the one that's uh, Olympic Games? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I it just... It, it's man. insane. Yep. Uh, but here's the other thing I want you to think about, because I really, I, I, I really don't know my thoughts of when I, I, I know when I want them to come out, but I don't know when they're going to do it, is, uh, so the Nintendo service online was mid-September last year, so let's say you got a year subscription then, people's year subscriptions are going to come up in September, do you think they would release the SNES games then to say, hey, this is why you should stay on the membership. Yeah, actually... That's, that's the only thing I can think of of why they would release it then. But that, Yeah, because cause right now... Well, I mean, a big draw is online play. Right. But if you're not really doing that, and, and NES has kind of run its course, it really has. Yeah. Um, and then Tetris doesn't really entice you. There's no there's no discounts on the eShop like Xbox and PlayStation yeah. have. Just the vouchers. <clears throat> yeah, just the vouchers, which you then had to pay a hundred bucks to get. Like I don't know, which is still a good deal, but it's just um, <clears throat> like PlayStation. If you're part of the if you're part of the PS Plus thing, you get discounts 
like at least ten percent discount on games and stuff. Yeah. So it doesn't like there's not a lot to it. Yeah. So I could easily see them going, Hey, guess what? We got our S N E S. Yeah. <laughs> so And I would be so excited. I S N E S the bump from NES S N E S is incredible. It's huge. Those, those games are timeless. It went from what, eight to sixteen? A lot of them are considered yeah. Yeah, um, a lot of them are considered best games. Like mm-hmm. some are considered con- the best games of all time. Yeah, like Link to the Past, people hold up as their the best Zelda game, and yeah. So, uh, I Link think, to the Past is with even the Dark Link, right? Uh, the Dark Link, that's Ocarina of Time, right? Well, there it's in multiple ones. Oh, right. That's but I, was in. I guess I'm wondering which Dark Link you're talking about specifically. I thought there was a Dark Link in... Um, there might be... I know there's the Dark World. Yeah. Or like even here. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, but actually I, I actually, I don't know if it would be bad to release it then. Because I don't think they're going to be like, here's all these SNES games. They're going to say, here's two games. And then every Right, month. yeah. <laughs> and then they just release the ones that... That would actually make sense to me mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about it. And I, I don't think it'll just be two. I think they'll release, like, maybe six. Oh, that's true. When NES, when NES came out, it was, like, 30, I think. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to release 30 in SNES no, games. No, no. I think they'll probably release six to ten. Yeah, okay. And, and then after that, it'll be two each month. Makes sense to me. Sweet. All right, let's get into Pokemon. So this weekend, we had the Pokemon World Championships. Uh, I won. Yeah, you won. Um, you didn't even use any restricted Pokemon. No, even though you were allowed to. Yep. I. It was pretty crazy. I. Um. I didn't know how that was going to go. I was the underdog. <laughs> I ended up taking the whole thing. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually watched some of it, and it was actually kind of interesting. It, it, uh, the top three of the top four were Japanese players, and you may say, "Well, of course." But it was interesting because last year, supposedly, there, out of the top 16, there were no Japanese. So, anyways, uh, they introduced, we got two new Pokemon trailers this last week. The first one they did at the World Championships. And they, I thought this was appropriate timing because they went into what we already found out. But they went into, like, the competitive side of things. So we... The online play. Uh, online play? Yeah, they talked about online. Oh, Okay. And then, so the first thing that's brought up is Galarian Weezing's ability, neutralizing gas. Oh, is, oh the, the oh, moves, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the ability, so a lot, if you're casual, you don't really think of the abilities too much. But what neutralizing gas does is it takes out effect other abilities. So, for example, in the trailer they showed, they had Gastrodon. Now, Storm Drain is a good ability because if you, like, so they shot the a Hydro Pump on the Arcanine. Mm-hmm. What Storm Drain does is... If it's about to like, if any water attack goes on, you just get you. It just goes at you, and you get HP boosted. A really good ability, but because Galarian Weezing's on the bit on the field, it doesn't work. Um, same with Rotom, who has Levitate, or maybe you got Gengar or Haunter who has Levitate. You can't get hit by Earthquake. Galarian Weezing, you're screwed. You you get hit by Earthquake. <laughs> um, I think I like this ability. Weirdly enough, I think Weezing will become competitive because of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, could you imagine, like, you, you think you're okay, you're going to dodge this earthquake, but then that turn you 
you throw in a wheezing, and then your guy does earthquake, and they're like, oh, what the crap? So they gotta predict that. Interesting stuff. Then we got room service as a held item. Let me see what this does again. So we got the Mimikyu doing trick room. Oh, so low, so room service additional lowers your speed even more when trick room happens. So what trick room does is the slower Pokemon go first for five turns. Then we got eject pack. So we see that new Pokemon getting it. Oh, okay, so whenever your stats are lowered, you switch out. So if someone growls you or intimidates you, you get switched out. So that way you don't have to waste a switch, which is kind of cool. But I think I think that could work less in your favor, too, at the same time. Uh, new move, Breaking Swipe. Flygon does a lowers the attack of all targets. Uh, we got Corby Knight's hidden ability, Mirror Armor. Which, oh, I, I'm trying to remember what this one does. Oh, so any stat-lowering effects that go out at it, it reverses it, it back reverses onto them. Reverses it, yep. Which I thought was cool. And we got Dynamax powers. So, oh, so like one of the Dynamax powers is if you have a get flinched by a move, it doesn't flinch you. Like Bite or Fake Out. But yeah, I think those are all the main ones. Yeah, those are all the main ones. Yeah, and then online play, though. Oh yeah, so I thought that was I thought that was bigger news, you know. Yeah, go on. <laughs> um, you're gonna have to help me out with that. Just uh, just trying to remember a little bit, but uh, they have what three different three different categories essentially for online play. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about now. I forgot about that. Um, so they're not using Pokemon GL or whatever. Thank goodness. Uh, I don't know who's a fan of that. I don't, didn't hear anybody complain. I, I was a fan. <laughs> But you got, it's like you gotta make like your own registration thing, you gotta update the game, you got I don't know. Yeah. It's, t it's complicated. But anyways, it's just all gonna be with the Switch Online, which I think is nice. Which is another reason to keep it. Right, that's <laughs> true. You know, go with Pokemon Home. But yeah, they're gonna have special event battles, double battles, single. They have the ranking system. The ranking system, not only that, but you could do ranked or casual. Yeah. And then what was the other one that they had? There are three of them. Wasn't the special, I think. So every, so like for example, they'll say like only a low lot Pokemon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, or Galarian, I think was the example they used. Mm -hmm. um, or legend, legendaries only from yeah. So they've had that stuff before, but it looks like it's more polished. So. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be fun. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that this is less of. This is less of a. Uh, of a, a statement, though, than I was hoping for with online. Because I think they could have done, like, um, one thing that makes Madden... Madden's not a great game, mm -hmm. right? Like, people pan on Madden all the time. It's a it's a good enough game, but it's not a great game. Um, gotcha. So, but the thing that helps them is you can do online franchises, online leagues, so you can play against people in a league setting... All over the world, 2K is the same way. Like all of FIFA, like you can do this with all those games. I was hoping the same for for Pokemon, where you can enter into a league and go through certain like matches and stuff. Anyway, that's what yeah. I was hoping for with that. Make yeah. it more competitive, like direct competition. Yeah, they, they do have their own online events, like saying like in this time, like you can compete in the league. But, yeah, but it's yeah. not it's not the same. I, I I'd much rather have direct competition, 
um, than indirect competition. Right. And the ranking system is just more of an indirect, while us being in an actual league together right. is more direct competition. Gotcha. Yeah, and in order to know about those Pokemon things, you have to like kind of be more involved in the social media and be like, oh, they're doing an event this mm-hmm. this weekend. The top 50 players get this many Nintendo gold coins for the shop or whatever. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Like, I, I do enjoy the online, but yeah, they probably could have done more. And then at Gamescom, we got one more thing where we j- they just walk around the town and stuff. Uh were your impressions it's really not much i, I think at like something as big as the games comedy no i think the really thing that so little. that makes us happy the one thing that we kind of talked about was the camera angle moves with you yeah um very true and it, it, it does a great job with that um and then i i do like the scaling of the buildings um I do think the artwork of the buildings actually is the best part of yeah. the game. <laughs> but, um... My question is, is... It doesn't look like the load screens are that terrible either. Like, if you go back when she walks into the, what is that, train station or whatever? Oh, yeah. Um, When she walks in, go back a little bit. Yeah, when she walks in, it's pretty, it's pretty instant. Yeah. So... I mean, it's not a seamless transition, which I, they'll get there at some point. You but. know, you know what's happening there is they they win the train station. They're saying, "Sorry, young lad or girl, uh, but I can't get a hold of the other train guy, so we can't have any of these trains working." Because <laughs> you know, in every game, how they always you can't go use that thing until yeah. you beat the game. Yeah, I bet that's what that train is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. Um, I think what something I thought the train actually connects you to the second gym. Oh, does it? Okay, maybe that's what I was told. I really wish though that Break that they, stereotype. Yeah, I really do wish the. Um, um, I really do wish that the gyms didn't have to be in order, though. I do hope that they yeah. haven't talked about that at all. But I still hope that that's... I, know I do that, think that'd be cool. Kind of like a Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. approach in the sense. Yeah, yep. So they could scale it easy. Yeah, that yeah. can't be that hard. Well, as you, as you mentioned in a previous podcast um, with Brock in the anime, he goes, oh, you don't have a gym badge. Yeah. I'm going to use these two Pokemon then. Yeah. Yeah. And then it turns out that those are the only Pokemon he had. <laughs> <laughs> I do think the biggest hint out... We will be going in a sequential order. Is just how the region is. It, it seems very you're going. You are going south to north. Mm-hmm. So that that would if they were like you start in the middle, that'd get pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. No cool stuff. My my biggest soul seeking question though is: Are these Wulu really incarnations of Homer Simpson? Because they say do. <laughs> no, no, do. no. Why do they say? Why does a sheep say doe? <laughs> well, usually, Pokemon say their own name, like mm-hmm. I would have, like Wooloo or whatever. But no, Wooloo says doe. I don't get it. <laughs> but yeah, I, do you feel that the bubble text is how all the texts are going to be? Uh, yeah. And I like that. Do Do you like that more than the scrolling text at the bottom? Um. I think it depends, because I think for the professor, it wasn't the bubble text. Yeah, it was the scrolling text. It was? Okay. Yeah, I think the bubble text is... Actually, wait. 
I don't think that we had them talking. Oh, was she talking? Let me take two. It could have been the narrator's. It was subtitles. the narrator. Okay. Because hmm. I've seen. I don't. I think this is too hopeful. But I've seen some people say like there's possible voice. Voice. I, I. I'm. Everyone's hoping for that. Because we haven't seen anyone talk yet, which is kind of strange that they haven't shown anyone talk yet. Well, you would at least see text, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So that's what. So yeah. So maybe they are holding that out. Yeah. But I do like the style they did with Lulu, though. I yeah. like. I really like that simple modern style. Yep. Yeah. I, and one thing is, I think that this has what eight weeks until it comes out. Eight. Uh, probably seven. Probably twelve, right? Because we're in August. August twelfth. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. Eleven then. I think yeah. eleven. But anyways, um, yeah. So there's a lot, and they really haven't. As much as we talk about this, they haven't really released a ton. Yeah. There's a lot of details. Like, we still don't even have the Pokedex. Yeah. Like the full Pokedex. So. That's very true. Um, and I don't think they released the full Pokedex before the game comes. I think they released most of it. Just that way, like, you'd be surprised. But it's always endgame Pokemon. So, like, you look it up, you see on social media these Pokemon, then you end up getting spoiled anyways. But. Do you think that this game will have a Mewtwo in it? And not as a po- like well I guess it could be a post game but like not like a what was it Sun and Moon where you like start running through the um, where you could catch all of them at the end oh yeah the yeah. wormholes mm-hmm. yeah oh no it's not gonna if, no. it, if it's gonna be in it's gonna be like a wormhole thing or whatever you think so, so? yeah uh, I mean they're already kind of limiting the Pokemon I don't know but. We got a whole. We don't even know if Mewtwo's going to be in the game, Adam. That's true. <laughs> I I I I would hope that Mewtwo would be. in I the game. I think they will put Mewtwo in the game. I think Mewtwo yeah. would be in the game because this is a pretty big milestone. Yeah. Thing. I, I think that they would put Mewtwo in the game, and I feel that if they do that, they should put him actually in the game and not some wormhole thing. Yeah, I think, but that would take time away from the other legendaries. So. I don't care, man. Like, <laughs> like really, the so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, all right, that's it for Pokemon, though. So we'll talk about the next thing, which was there was an indie presentation called Indie World with Nintendo. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff, but, man, all the stuff said it's coming out, for the most part, everything said that. Some things even said summer 2019, and I was thinking, wait. It is summer 2019. Like, you only got that game's getting delayed. <laughs> like, you can't even have a release date for that. But um, yeah, just watch it if you really want. Like, like I said, like I'm, I, I have zero, almost no interest in these games just because of everything else coming out. Mm-hmm. And none of them did really did grab me. But the big thing about this was we had a Microsoft exclusive game, Ori in the Blind Forest, which is supposedly an amazing Metroidvania game. Uh, but it's coming out, let me take a check again, it is coming out September 27th. That's the same day as Dragon Quest Eleven. so, I don't know. There's but, a lot of conflicts. Yeah, but the thing I'm excited about this announcement is this confirms that first leak we talked about, first rumor, that Cuphead, Ori in the Blind Forest, and Xbox Game Pass were going to come to the Switch. So I think that this just reinforces it. Which makes me excited. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff there. 
just don't know when. And don't don't listen to the comments when the Microsoft says, no, we don't plan on doing any more with Nintendo, because they said that after Cuphead. It's just a political thing to say. Yep. Uh, just in case it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and why would you spoil your own surprise? That and, yeah. But you, I think not spoil your own surprise as much as you don't want to trap yourself. Yeah. No, that's very true. Uh, then we're going to talk about one game at Gamescom. There were other games too, like Witcher 3 and stuff. Like, just look it up if you're interested in it. But one that blew me away the most, which is surprising, is Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. And you actually said that you're thinking of getting this game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what, what is appealing to you about this? I just love sports and competition. Yeah. Man. So, like, I, I played it on the 3DS, the, what was it, the Rio? And the Rio games. Uh-huh. And, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I just enjoy it. I like having the goofiness to, like, sports games and yeah. stuff. And that's something my wife will end up wanting to play with me. And so, yeah. And this is a fun game for my son. So, like, it's a really, it's, yeah. a, it's a good family game. Yeah. So that's that's more of the appeal for me. I don't know how it was on the DS, but... Because the one reason I love this game was the motion controls are actually really good in this mm-hmm. game. Um, I don't know. It's just fun to be... You're just goofy. Like, you're, you're running in place and or you're swimming and doing the breaststroke. I, I don't know. It's just weird stuff. But uh, it's it's all fun. Uh, and the thing that really caught my eye was they're doing the 2D Olympic Games, which... I Look up this trailer. It just looks so cool. It looks like it's a fan-made game, like a YouTube video you'd watch of, like... Like, a lot of YouTubers will do, like, sprite work and make a story. That's what this looks like, except it's Nintendo official. Yeah, and one thing I think, or one thing I like about the 2D part of it is um, it's four-player. Yeah. 2D. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I've never not been, like, I know, like, I just haven't gotten them because they're kind of, like, Olympic Games are kind of like Call of Duty now where they just release them whenever. Mm -hmm. But this does seem like a, a jump. Like they're going more, they're going above and beyond compared to other games. Because like, other games, they're just doing the same thing, like it's another year. But this game, they got more stuff in there. Yeah. And it's a new system, so you kind of expect You gotta it. try, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I'm I excited to see yeah. that. The 2D is actually a cool aspect to the game. Um, I don't know if that'll be my greatest appeal for it, but, I mean... I, I think that it'll still be a lot of fun. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, so that was my... I would say that is my Gamescom game of the year. <laughs> Weird enough. Uh, we'll talk about one more thing before we end the show. Is There is a new demo out on the Switch today. And that is Dragon Quest XI-S. Um, your save file can transfer over to the actual game. So I think if you're... If you're uh, debating what game to get out of all those September games, this is a nice way to determine if this is one that you should or should not get. I'm worried that I'm going to like this game. I'm pretty sure I will. And I'm going to skip... I I told you how excited I am for Astral Chain. But if Dragon Quest I know I'll like, that makes me nervous because I might just... I'm still stuck on Fire Emblem. I'm halfway through. Probably got another 40 hours. (laughs) So I don't know. It's going to be tough. Um, but what 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 about you? What what's your end of like? What, are you gonna try the Dragon Quest demo? I what's your end of the year looking like for you? I know you're getting Pokemon, and I, we're both still excited. We, for I've that. already pre-ordered Pokemon, yeah. so that's not gonna affect my 
my purchases yeah. for the end of the year. Um, but I will probably end up with just um, Link's Awakening and because I, yeah. I I have to get that for my wife. Yeah, and um, by buy I mean play. Like so, if you if you play on my account, that's fine too. Sure. Like, yeah. Like, but uh, but Link's Awakening and um, and Summer Games. Gotcha. Because right now we have um, Pokemon that comes out on November fifteenth. And up until that point, like you're trying to, you're playing. Oh, yeah, and the Olympics come out a week before. A Pokemon. week before that, <laughs> so it's just I don't know if I really want to to explore other games than what I have currently. Yeah. So. But so yeah, you haven't played any more Three Houses, right? No. Yeah. No, just because I know that it's going to suck my life away. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's uh, true. Cool. But I did play a little bit of Cuphead recently. Yeah? Well. Yeah. What do so. you think? It's good. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. And if you're into Tetris 99, I think this weekend they're doing a Fire Emblem Three Houses theme. So. Oh, cool. Good stuff. Anyways, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Sorry we didn't cover all the games, but I think we would have been just going down a grocery list. Yeah. Just because. But anyways, um, excited for the future. Got a lot of cool stuff coming. But yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, we'll send. Uh, we did get someone that will say they'll make the wheezing logo, so we'll do that. Um, but yeah, you have a good weekend. All or right. Week. Yeah. <laughs>